people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of The Arsenio Buck Show, bringing to you today another, another episode of Gary V's, oh, I guess you could say crushing it book, man, I love this book, I love seeing how people are on the grind, now the, the thing is, with hustle, it's, it's a different word, because I know a lot of people who are hustling for all the wrong reasons, but when you're on the grind, and when you're constantly content creating, man, it's a beautiful thing, kind of like this morning right now, I've been on fire, uh, I applied for my, uh, what is it? I bought my plane ticket to Malaysia. I bought my, my Spartan ticket. I've done this. I've done that. I've been messaging people and emailing all these places in Barcelona and, and, and Lisbon, Portugal. Oh my God. It's just been fantastic. And see, when you're on the grind, you're on a completely a different frequency from everyone else. But first, what I want to do, I want to tell you guys a little bit about my story and how I ended up, you know, being patient through the times of when I was, uh, you know, doing this podcast and whatnot. But at the same time, I want to talk about a little excerpt right out of Gary Vee's book when he talked about patience because he took it right out of my mouth. So here we go. Quote, it's an, it's not impossible to make bank, basically meaning make money, when you build a business with the sole goal of getting rich. But very often entrepreneurs who get rich quickly sacrifice their chances for wealth for the long term damn i just got a message from one of the guys who i'm doing the interview with baby oh man anyways i'll keep that up uh, uh, yeah i'll make a podcast on that that completely threw me off my bad guys here we go again when i was just starting to grow my family business my friends who graduated college at the same time that i did also went to work they started making money and spending it on trips to vegas and hot girls and nice watches me of course, Gary Vee's talking to himself. I was making money, too, basically meaning also. In the first five or six years, I grew that business from business to $45 million. And not many years later, it was a $60 million wine empire. When a normal 26-year-old dude builds a $60 million business, he leverages it for 20-year-old dude things. Right? So a lot of 20-year-olds, they want the watches, they want the suits, they want the Vegas, they want the clubs, they want the women, they want all that garbage. But Gary Vee said, no, 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 I'm going to build an empire instead. He said, yet I lived in a one-bedroom apartment in Springfield, New Jersey. I drove a Jeep Grand Cherokee. I had no watches, no suits, and no flash. I could have paid myself hundreds of thousands of dollars per year, but the most he took was 60K. The most I took was 60K. I kept my head down. Like an ox with a plow, putting almost every dime I earn back into my business and focusing all my energy on building a personal brand around unparalleled customer service, both in the store and online. When not talking to customers, I was the most boring human being on the planet. Today, I not only have everything I wanted, except, of course, the Jets, the American football team, NFL, like all the other entrepreneurs in this book, but also I'm having the time of my life. Some achieve success in a relatively short time. Most worked their asses off for years before anyone knew who they were. You have no reason to start acting like something special until you actually have something special to show for it. Even then, don't act special. The moment you do, you'll start moving in the opposite direction from which I guess. Now I'm going to put my own quote in there from a lot of people in Hollywood are doing right now. Take my advice. He said, eat shit. I'm taking it right from his words. I do excuse my French. For as long as you have to. 
That means be a bigger man or woman than everyone around you. That means the customer is always right. That means you put your employees ahead of you. That means you don't take many vacations, maybe for years, and your only time off is to mark important holidays and to be there for your family. Be patient. Be methodical. Pay your debts. Pay off your debts. Unless your brand is glamorous, live simply. And even then, be practical and calculated. Put yourself last. Once you've reached your brand and business goals, then you can start living it up without putting yourself into debt because that's just insane, end quote. Now, guys, a lot of you already know that I love doing my travel, and it's not like I go to crazy places and spend insane amounts of money. This Basically, this trip to Malaysia is just $500, okay? Now, basically, what I'm putting into my business, I don't have to put much into my business except for the online business and empire that I'm building in terms of my educational prep courses. Um, And that all took a lot of patience, to put into it also now in terms of doing that i do believe that you know luckily i was able to make a a nice little uh proposition with one of my friends from kurzakstan she's going to be coming out here in july or august instead of me going out there so i'm like hey you got yourself a place to stay do not worry about that i'm gonna take care of you when you come here she's like cool so that's all taken care of so now i don't have to go to kurzakstan but that takes away from me actually visiting a very very exotic country which really really sucks but at this moment it is not smart now i do have a lot i do have a good fair amount of money saved up right now but at the same time at the same token it's not smart to just throw money out there like that it's not smart to buy a one thousand dollar plane ticket and spend money you know basically you know two to two thousand five hundred u.s dollars on a single trip you know, based on, you know, how much I spend and whatnot. That's not smart at all. Now, a nice little trip to Malaysia that only costs $200 for me. That's okay. A nice little Spartan ticket that's only about $40. That's okay. Hotel that's probably between 66 and about 80, 90 US dollars a night. That's okay. Just a three day trip. That's okay. But I'm talking about buying bullshit ass suits that a lot of these young fool ass and buying watches. First of all, I got one watch. The watch is old. The watch is changing colors. Honestly, I'm not one of those guys where I need to sta- stand on a goddamn sky train and show everything I've got. No, no, no. That's not my. That's not who I am. You know what? The guy from the suit shop, as a matter of fact, he just called me. I went on a one-year hiatus from him. Does he know why? No. But the thing is, I had more than enough suits already. But because I'm working out and because my body is growing, the pants are becoming tighter around my ass. So, therefore, I told him, hey, you know what, I'm going to be in to get myself a couple of new pants and a couple of new shirts because I'm kind of growing out of mine at the moment. He said, okay. So, I'm going to go in and pay little by little. Don't go in and just say, hey, here we go, 500 to 1,000 US dollars on suits when you don't even need it. No. These things have been done for over a year, but I just didn't pick it up. One, because I thought, you know, the other guy he worked with was a douche. And uh, the two, I didn't really need it at that time because I had more than enough. But you know what? My pants are becoming faded. They're becoming too tight. My shirts are getting old. They're, they're changing colors. Okay, invest just a little bit in some shirts and some suits. And you know what? They're not even name brand either. I could get myself a suit for $100. I could get myself shirts for $13. All handmade. All tailor-made. You see what I mean? 
don't be that fool ass young one who goes out and buys these three thousand dollar watches. What's the what's the point of a three thousand dollar watch? I know a lot of Thai people who buy watches by the name of G Shock. G Shock are more than uh, these watches. These particular watches are more than three hundred U.S. dollars, and they look like a goddamn toy. What the hell are you doing buying these? Types of watches, my young Thai people. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. Who are you trying to impress? Enough with the bullshit. I can impress people with the four hundred dollar shirt, eight hundred dollar pants. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. A four hundred bot shirt. I'm sorry. A thirteen dollar shirt. A thirty dollar slacks. That's all I need. You gotta be. You gotta be smart with your money. So here we go. That was just in terms of what he said, and I'm just relating it to my life, like I always do. But what I'm doing right now is a beautiful thing. And now let me tell you guys, this ain't no overnight bullshit. My story. Let me tell you a story about my podcast. This very thing that I'm talking on right now. Oh my God. Okay, 2016, the very beginning. Did I know what I was doing? No. Basically, my followers on Twitter were basically a bunch of 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 year old men who live in Thailand who came here for all the reasons to marry a, to marry a bar girl, to marry a wife, to marry a marry, to marry whatever they wanted to marry. Um, but these were the people who were following me. So I got into those pity, uh, whiny bitch parties with these ridiculous ass human beings, of course, from who cares where. Um, and, the thing is, when I started doing my podcast, everyone went away, and I'm like, okay, so Arsenia, do I have a definite chief aim in this? No, because I'm barely reading a book, but then I started converting, of course, everything I read into podcasts, so Napoleon Hill's Law of Success, which will be ending very, very soon within the next couple of weeks, that was the very first book that I started to read, that I began to read. And so after that, okay, I went into Jack Canfield's, then I went into Lisa Nichols, and you know what? For each principle that Jack Canfield had in his book, I converted into a podcast and related it to my life. Did I have a following base? Uh, I can't really remember. I didn't used to check every day, but I remember I used to have like four to six plays a day, and I'm like, oh yeah, four to six plays, this is awesome. Of course, it was coming from Bangkok or Las Vegas from one of the guys that uh, lives out there that I've known since middle school. Or it used to come from this place, this little nice little small town right outside Stanford University in California by the name of Menlo Park. Shout out to you if you are still listening to me. Pops up from every now and then, but huge shout out to you. You're one of my loyal listeners. I don't know who you are, but thank you very much. So next thing you know, Depin Valley, because I had a catfish person out there. Yeah, long story. I already put that story out there. Um, and But the thing I got, the, the thing is I would get discouraged. Right. It wasn't until I started downloading. I had the download enabled so people could download episodes rather than just listening, putting it on YouTube, creating an entire new website. But the thing is, my blogs didn't coincide with my podcast until I started doing it probably as as of the last couple of uh, last couple of months. In December, I would just do podcasts without writing out the blogs. Not that good. It's good to actually post a podcast along with the a kind of a rough guesstimate of what I talked about in my podcast, uh, and so I started doing that really, really, uh, adamantly, I guess you could say, um, as of the end of, uh, December, <sighs> and guys, yeah, I think in the beginning of January, my YouTube, that's another, uh, story that I'm gonna be talking to you guys about very, very shortly, right now, uh, but my podcast, it didn't start growing, I mean, I think the plays went down to probably about 10 plays a day, I was like, man, forget this, I'm not even gonna check anymore, because I love checking to see who's listening to me, boom, the last couple of weeks, when I started, uh, figuring out the hashtags and stuff like that on Instagram, honestly, it climbed significantly, 
And I'm talking about the Taiwan, the Japan, the Macedonia, the Mauritius, the very isolated countries, the Portugals, the, the India. Oh, my God. You name it. I can name some of these towns. They're just so cool to name. But then it started to grow more and more and more and then I started getting a lot of listeners from all different types of areas in America then I started going to Cairns and the Brisbane and then of course the Perth Australia and then next you know England boom 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 big explosions out there in England downloading a bunch of my episodes and so what it comes down to sorry I had to get the controller for this air um what it comes down to was basically with that patience it's all starting to pay off right now now, of course, the last six days, uh, probably the best week ever in my podcast history. I don't know if it's because of the at the ha- the hashtags on Instagram. I don't know if it's because I'm posting successful affirmations on my Instagram also, which I just started doing just a couple days ago. I don't really know, but I know that people are starting to take notice who I am. Okay. And so, of course, you got a lot of America. Bangkok, there are different places in Bangkok. There are places in the south of Thailand where I do not know anybody in the south of Thailand, but they're listening to me. Lots of different places. See, that all took two years in the making. Now, probably within a month, probably within a year or ten years, I'm going to see thousands upon thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of downloads of my episodes. I did a long, long time ago, and people are going to say, wow. You used to talk this way, but now you talk, man, you're much better now, this and that. Yeah, because I've grown over the last two years in terms of doing my podcasts. So, guys, it's not overnight. It's not going to work that way. YouTube is another one, and that's what I'm going to talk about next. Now, of course, my podcast is on a lot of different things. SoundCloud, it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on this, it's on that, WordPress, all types of things. My podcast is practically on everything. So, in terms of that... Because my podcast is on everything, it gives me a lot more exposure. Now, YouTube, I did not convert my YouTube into blogs, into videos, into podcasts, and post it directly onto my Facebook page. I didn't do that before. Now I am. And so just yesterday, it I mean, just probably the last week to two weeks, massive explosion. I'm talking about every country. I'm, I'm not, I don't even have to name them. I've been naming them a lot, but I don't even have to name them. Everyone is tuning into my educational prep videos on there. Now, of course, my YouTube also has my podcast on there, and it's pretty cool because people in places such as, you know, Slata, uh, Croatia, all the way to New Jersey, all the way to New Hampshire, places all over the world are listening to my podcast on YouTube, and people are also listening to my podcast on, you know, different ways of media, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, like a lot of people in Portugal, India, and Pakistan, and Saudi Arabia listen to it on SoundCloud, just about everywhere, guys, okay, the people in Mauritius would listen to my podcast on um, SoundCloud first, and now they've converted over to basically a daily listener on my regular podcast, which is basically, it could be Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever, Stitcher. Thank you very much to my folks out there in Mauritius. But yeah, man, it's very, very compelling. It's very exciting to see what is happening right now. Um, But it didn't happen overnight. I got discouraged at the beginning of this year. I really did. I was like, man, Oh my God, my YouTube, this is the worst. Oh my God, uh, my podcast. Oh my God, what should I do? And then I started putting goals and then I said, you know what, Arsenio, I got to come up with a routine because it probably fell off track, obviously, because I moved into a new condominium and because I moved into a new condominium, it was kind of like saying, hey, 
okay, you're a little bit off track with everything. With You're off track with your desires. You're off track with this, whatever it may be. So your morning routine, you waking up, me waking up on this bed that I'm literally sitting right next to and having my routine now. And okay, let me upload a YouTube video for Toic. Okay, let me do this. Okay, let me do that. Have I done this already? Okay, let me hurry up and do this. And let me hurry up and do that. And let me hurry up and do this. And you know, I just keep on going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Now that I'm back in the full swing of my routine, everything is beginning to pay off, and it is just so exciting. It's not going to happen. Whatever you're doing in your entrepreneurial landscape, whatever work you are or in the field of endeavor you're in, it's not going to help immediately. It's going to take time. And if you're not patient enough, you will fail like everyone else out there. Remember, I told you the story about that guy talking on Gary Vee's video saying, hey, you know what? I've done four podcasts or no, someone emailed him and said, hey, my podcast, I'm not getting any work. And he's like, well, you've done four podcasts the last year. And then he said, you know what? I listened to your podcast. You suck. Gary Vee calls it how is how he sees it. You know what I mean? You can't sugarcoat things. If your podcast sucks, people got to tell you that your podcast sucks. Okay. Luckily, I've been fortunate enough that a lot of people in America, apparently, I think my podcast is doing very, very well right now. Not only in America, but man, it's everywhere. And I really like saying what countries listen to me because it gives Americans a very unique perspective. You know, those who live in Utah or live in Tennessee or live in those very rural areas that could be listening to me on any platform within the next 10 years, within the next 100 years. You guys are probably saying to yourself, there's an African-American slash Puerto Rican teacher who is doing so many different things, writing a book, speaking, wants to do a TEDx and do this and do that. And he lives in Bangkok, Thailand. Oh, my God. I want to hear him talk about Bangkok, Thailand. Okay, I want to hear him talk about his travels to Malaysia. I got that coming. I got a lot of different things coming. This gives you guys such a unique perspective and probably plants in a seed into your mind saying, maybe I should travel too. You never know. And so basically, depending on what field you're in, you have to be patient. It's not going to come. This was two years in the making with my podcast. And so, yeah, I am averaging a, vi- a probably a plus minus, what, 500 to 1,000% surplus in the last week. I don't know if it's because the hashtags. I don't know if it's because of this or because of that. I just know that things are happening right now. And I think it's because of everything I've done in the past. It's everything I've done in the past. Got it? So you've got to be patient. So thanks for tuning in to this podcast, guys. If you liked it, share. If you didn't like it, well, hell, I I still love you no matter what. (laughs) God, God, I love that laugh. I was actually telling uh, my my student who's a doctor. She's like, yeah, I heard you laugh on there. She said it's really funny. And I'm like, listen, I actually took that laugh from someone who actually had that laugh. His name was Rocky, a very inspiring figure. We, um... We talk on and off. Haven't talked to him like in three years. I had to message him as a matter of fact. Um, and that was his real laugh. He would go, ah, 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 ah. it was the ugliest and the, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. So since then, um, for the last 11 years, I've been making fun of him. Um, but he's now famous. So a lot of people could be like, oh my God, who's Rocky? I'm like, Rocky, someone wants to meet your laugh. You see what I mean? See, I've just made this guy famous. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't know why I do that laugh, but it's like a sarcastic laugh. So now you guys know where that laugh is coming from. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. As always, this is your host, Arsenio. Stay tuned for the next one tomorrow. 
got a lot of different ones coming out utilizing and what would I say to my 19 year old self and oh my god so many different things so just stay tuned guys on all forms of social media oh my god man I should give you guys I'm gonna get hurry to give you guys this story and then I'm gonna end it my boss she's like you know what I put your name in on Google and all your social media comes up I'm like yeah that's exactly how it should be. The Twitter, the Facebook page, the speaker, the iTunes, the this, the that. And luckily, I got all these third-party websites who are promoting my podcast just all of a sudden. Even iVooks out there in Netherlands and out there in Spain. There are people listening to me on Spanish websites. And so when you put in the Arsenio Buck show or Arsenio Buck, all beautiful things come up. Now, sometimes when you put in other names, you got nasty things that come up. So you have to be very careful about the digital dirt that you're leaving around. Until then, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, as always, over and out.